Hi, I'm Natalia. I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. This is Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the boomer. And, and we, we are Dame, Dame Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, four unique points of view. Hi, everyone. This is Molly. Um, and with everything going on right now with the pandemic and a, uh, a lot of changes to our, our daily lives, um, we are continuing a series on um, related to everything going on. So today we're going to be talking about working from home um, or studying from home and um, what we some tips on how to make it work, um, some things that have worked for us, um, some things that haven't worked um, to hopefully give some give some good tips. So the first thing for me um, that I've seen a lot of people say and it's really been working um, is to figure out a setup that works for you. So I have been able to work from home a couple of days a week for the last couple of years. Um, and so it's been really nice that I've, you know, already had the opportunity to kind of test out working remotely, figure out some of the things that either do work or don't work. And one of the things that's been really, really helpful is just to figure out a space. Um, so we know it's not realistic that everyone is going to have, be able to have a dedicated office space. Um, you're living in a small apartment or you, uh, you live with multiple people or whatever the situation might be. Um, even that being said, figuring out what your space is, um, a spot at the, the table, standing at a counter, um, if you like to stand, that's really helpful to be able to get up, um, stand up, sit down um, as you need to. Um, I think this is especially helpful now with a lot of people who are uh, working remotely with a partner in the house or a child or a roommate who is also now at home. Um, so just figure out that setup that works for you. Try not to have it be your bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> really important. Um, the second thing is around knowing your weaknesses. So for me, I am not a morning person. I never have been. I never will be. Um, and so for me, what that means is that I need to really, I need to get up in the morning. And I know that sounds like such a silly thing, but it's so easy to hit snooze on the alarm and just, you know, stay in bed a little longer, um, maybe pull the laptop into bed to start working from the day. Um, but I know that that's not, that's not going to be that's not going to be the most productive way for me to get started with my day. So I need to get up. I need to get the day going. Um, and then it's also for me is avoiding distractions. So don't have the TV on, um, you know, try not to check the news, especially right now. I think the news is just a constant onslaught. And so um, trying to avoid looking at the news, trying to avoid having um, anything around me that's going to, going to be distracting. Um, and so I have some other tips too, but uh, Dames, what do you think about those two, those two kind of starter tips for our listeners? Those are good. I mean, I think it's a lot of people I've heard complain about structure. Now they mm -hmm. don't have a structured day. So how do you bring that structure to your day yourself and have totally. that discipline? Um, so it sounds like you've kind of figured out how to make yourself be more disciplined, whether you want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I think that's that's an excellent tip. And and also, you definitely don't want your bed to be your workplace. I mean, yeah. that's just 
sounds stressful to me. I know. <laughs> but it's so cozy in the morning. <laughs> your bed should be your sanctuary, not your like, oh my God, how am I going to reply to this email? You know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I I agree. I agree um with with you Molly. I one one I'm just thinking back when um I one of my jobs I actually started uh I consult, I worked from home for a week then I flew out and worked in Detroit for a week. So I had to really learn how to be much more disciplined the week that I was working from home and I was the first time that I had ever really had a job working um, from home. And what I found helped me over time is just really to your point, just being disciplined and try to stick to your schedule that you would normally have if you were going into the office. You know, mm-hmm. so the only thing I will probably cut out is the commuter time. So let's say you took, let's say you got up normally at six in the morning and you um, were out the door by seven and it took you a half hour to get to work, you know, then maybe you get up at six thirty. You know, you do whatever you have to do. By the yeah. time you're supposed to be at your desk working, you are literally where you are supposed to be in order to work. Because the the change in schedule is what makes it really difficult to be disciplined with working at home. You know, that and, That's a great point. and to your point about um Finding a, a, a space. What I ha- I have a I have an office that's in my basement and it's not very well lit. And I find that I end up working in my kitchen. You know, when I just have my laptop in my kitchen, and while everything I need isn't right there, it's just more. It's it, it just has much better lighting. Mm-hmm. So that so makes a big difference. Like your lighting as well. Like what gives you a sense of feeling like you're in a place where you can work, you know, where you can be the most yeah. productive. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you mentioned about the commute and how that, you know, usually that's been worked into the day and now you adjust the schedule so that you're still starting at the same time without the commute. One thing I've heard from um, a couple of coworkers over the last week who um, are, you know, like me and like so many of us uh, are now working remotely um, is that they figured out a way to actually incorporate that commute time into their day um, because they've seen that, uh, you know, when you're, you're walking to work or you're on the subway or you're driving, whatever your commute is, that's actually a lot of mental preparation yeah, time. True. So a couple people have been, you know, that's the time then that they are, you know, if they spent, 30 minutes commuting before now they're spending 30 minutes, you know, taking the dog for a walk in the morning or or they're spending 30 minutes, you know, overeating uh, a breakfast or they're spending 30 minutes, uh, you know, doing yoga or working out something that they to replace that commuting Mm -hmm. time so that they still have a, um, uh, kind of an ease into the day an opportunity to get your brain going to kind of, you know, sift through all of the, everything that you've been thinking about, you know, maybe overnight or the, the day before. Um, which leads me to my next tip, which I've found to be super helpful, um, which is around setting boundaries. So yeah. yeah, I think with, you know, if you're working from home, it's so easy then for your home to just become the office, right? And so it's so easy to just flip open the laptop. Oh, I'll just do a little bit more work, um, you know, this evening, I'll just do a little bit of work this weekend. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm here. I might as well start working an hour early. You know, I'm up anyway. Um, and I think it's so important to remember that, you know, your home is not your office. Um, and so 
and to be able to create those barriers, which I think is even harder right now when, you know, we're being encouraged to, to stay in our homes as much as we can. Um, and so one thing that, you know, helps me is that at the end of the day, you know, if I'm in the office at the end of the day, you know, I tell everyone goodbye, have a good night, see you tomorrow, you know, and that's kind of my, you know, that's the routine. And so what started helping me working remotely is to really, at the end of the day, do the same thing. Tell all my coworkers, we use Slack constantly. And so I send a quick Slack message to, to my coworkers saying, you know, good night, logging off, talk to you tomorrow. And then that's a good like mental cue that, yep, I'm done. That's, that's the end of the day. Yes, I'm home. Yes, my laptop is sitting right there. Yes, there's more work to do that I could easily just flip it open and start working on. But this is, this is, my, this is my end. This is my end of the day. Um, and now I will focus on, you know, on me, on my family, on my, my personal time. And I think those boundaries right now are also really important for not just the, the start and the end of the day, but a lot of people right now are home with their kids. Um, and so if now you have a boundary um, that you maybe didn't used to have, so now it's, you know, I have a, a child who I need to feed lunch every day. Um, and take some time in the middle of the day to be with them from, you know, noon to two o'clock. Um, then I think, you know, I think we're in a space right now where everyone should understand that. Um, and so I think leaning into that, that, um, that flexibility and that, that understanding that I think a lot of, a lot of businesses and organizations are having with their employees um, to really carve out that time in the middle of the day. And then, you know, maybe it is that then you're, you know, working a little bit extra in the evening or, you know, however it balances for you, but really staying true to those, those boundaries. I think that's, uh, I was thinking that too, is this is it maybe hard to start your day. It's just as hard mm -hmm. to end your day. Mm -hmm. So those boundaries are important, but it's also, if you're a manager and you have people that work for you, you want to be very conscientious about when you send emails to them and mm. what your expectation is around the response. You know, you have to set boundaries for your team as well so that they don't feel obligated. You know, if they wake up in the morning and they see you sent an 8 p.m. email, was, then they feel like, was I expected to reply then? Or, you know, so yeah. even if you tell your, your team, listen, I may send you, you know, emails all throughout the night because that's just how I work but please do not respond until you start your day. Then they'll know that that's the expectation. So I think as a manager, you also have to help your team with their boundaries and what your expectations are that's while good. you're working remotely. That's so true. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that uh, I mentioned, my team, we use Slack. Um, and so the next tip is really around communication. And so it's when everybody's working from home, I think, and especially right now when there's so much uncertainty and there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of confusion, um, I think it's so important for, and I've heard this from so many people, um, to just communicate often. Um, so like I said, we use Slack, a lot of people use Skype or even if just email, um, but whatever form you have of communicating with your team um, to really, to do that. I don't think there's, especially right now, I don't think that there's really a way to over communicate. Um, I think checking in, um, checking in quick, say, hi, you know, checking in on projects, absolutely in progress and all of that, but then also just saying hi, 
seeing how people are doing, seeing what they're up to. What did they watch last night? You know, what's going on with their, their families? Um, I think is, has been so helpful and using video whenever possible, you know? So if you have a meeting, if you have a check-in with your, your boss, um, you know, using video, whether that's, you know, Zoom, Google Hangout, Skype, whatever it might be, um, has been really, really helpful to stay connected. I don't know about that, Molly. This is not <laughs> to let go. So I don't want to be me right now. <laughs> I'm like, I could just be, you know, not have to worry about how I look now. So rather, I'd rather talk to people. Though. Yeah, but I never care what, what I look like. I'm always in my, you know, I wear sweatshirt and, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I got to pass that. But it also, I think it's, it's helpful and true. If, if you are not somebody who, you know, feels comfortable on video, of course, you know, you got to do what, what feels comfortable both for you and for kind of the culture of your, your team and your, your organization. Um, I think for me, it's nice because, uh, you know, again, right now we're being encouraged to practice mm-hmm. social distancing. We're not seeing friends, we're not seeing family, um, you know, we are keeping to ourselves. And so I think that video is a really nice connection, um, even just to coworkers to, you know, actually see people. I, I think one of my challenges when I do video or any kind of, conf- well, really conference call, because video, you can see me, is that there's so many other distractions now. It's not like when you're in a conference room together, mm. and you, you can keep your distractions to a minimum. But when you're home, you're like, you can have so much to look at or distract you. And, you know, you can go in the kitchen now and, you know, make that cup of tea while you're talking. <laughs> so, you know, try to stay focused can be a challenge for some people. That's true. Maybe video is a good way of, of uh, forcing that concentration. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Arnisha, uh, Natalia, what do you guys think? I like Go on, Natalia. You go first. Um, I mean, a lot of my friends normally, like, will text and stuff. But now that, like, I mean, I can speak for my parents. Like, they do not want me to go out the house. So most of the time, if I can't really see my friends, then, like, yeah, we'll FaceTime and stuff like that. And it does help rather than just, like, texting and then, like, waiting for replies and stuff. Like, it's always good to have at least some type of human interaction, like, once in a while. Yeah, I, I agree. I I actually enjoy doing uh, FaceTime. I know that you're an Android person, Molly. That's why you say FaceTime. <laughs> when you know Skype and everything else but FaceTime. I mentioned uh, to you, to, to you dames earlier that uh, it's one of my girlfriend's birthdays today and we did an eight-way FaceTime because we all have iPhones and we can do that. So we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we did a FaceTime with eight of us and it was, it was just, we did a little party for her. Some women had, you know, cocktails. Others of us had just snacks and we were dancing. She played music and we just laughed and chatted for like an hour, you know, so it was just a good way mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to see to see each other and to still enjoy each other's company, you know, since we can't physically be around each other. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, for in a, in a workplace setting, so much of our communication is through body language, you know, and facial expressions. And I think, you know, as we, we don't know how long this is going to be kind of the, you know, hopefully this is a very temporary new normal. Um, But 
the reality is it could go on for a few weeks. And so I think, you know, at some point we're going to be having, you know, maybe those tough conversations that you might have, uh, you know, in the office, maybe, you know, an evaluation or, you know, you feedback from your boss or, you know, whatever it might be. And so I think having video, I think, yes, you, you, you lose a little bit of that. Sometimes it's nice to be able to, <laughs> to hide those facial expressions if you're maybe like me and you don't have a good poker face, but, um, but it's also, I think it's just, it's more helpful too when you are maybe navigating those, you know, a lot of those normal workplace conversations that, you know, it is helpful to see, you know, someone's facial expression or their, you know, their body language to see, you know, what is their tone, you know, conveying more than just their, mm, their voice. Yeah. I was also thinking in these times when you are working remotely and people can't see you, there's something around being in the office, people, even with it, you could still not be working, but people feel like, you know, there's mm. a comfort there that you need to be really conscious about being on time with your assignments. Yeah. If, there's a project that's due, making sure you, you know, you're asking those questions of your manager or your team and, and keeping things moving. So people don't feel like, well, how come I haven't heard? Right. All and why is this late? You know, what, why isn't, is she working? Is she not working? You know, so you got to be very aware that the scrutiny is a little bit more on people when yeah. you do work from home. Uh-huh. So, you know, make sure you deliver on time early if you can and I think, um, and we've said this, the more interaction you have, the better, especially if you're asking questions, if you're stuck with something, let people know, let people help you through it. So don't think that you have to struggle alone. If you're having a challenge with a project, you know, reach out to your team, reach out to your manager, ask those questions and make sure you get the feedback you need to keep moving forward. Um, so, you know, so don't, you can not feel so isolated when you do have those interactions so that you can deliver good product or good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, And then the last tip I have for me that has been really helpful. And I just, I keep coming back to is that, you know, really take this time um, to step back. Uh, I think, you know, when you look at your, your work day actually at the office um, there are a lot of moments that you are not actually working right? You're, you're getting a cup of coffee. You are running out to get lunch. You're catching up with your coworkers. And so I think we have a tendency when we're working at home, and this goes back to setting boundaries and, and all of that, but we have a tendency to just work through the day, just all day. <laughs> um, you know, maybe you're grabbing a quick cup of coffee and then you're back at your desk and you're, you're missing those, those moments that you you know, I think you really need for your mental, physical, emotional health um, of really just taking a break, whether that's five minutes or that's, you know, 20 minutes, um, whether it's an hour. And so uh, one thing that's been really helpful for me personally has been to really take that, those, step back, those steps back um, and those breaks to give myself time and space. Um, and so I might make, you know, I might take some time to like make a nice, nice lunch um, I'll make that cup of tea and I'll, you know, kind of sip on it for a bit or, you know, I'll send a quick, you know, not really work related message, but I'll send a quick message to somebody just to say, you know, how's your day going? What's going on? Um, and so I think that's really important. I think it's, it's important anytime you're working remotely. And I think right now it's especially important when there is so much going on, there's so much additional stress. Um, and I think too, just acknowledging that, you know, those of us who are able to continue working, um, 
by being able to work remote. Um, you know, there are so many people that are losing their jobs or who are not able to work fully remotely. And so I think, um, you know, taking that time and really appreciating, you know, what we have and that we can do this. Um, and then while also understanding that we, you know, you need to take those breaks. You might have kids at home. Uh, you probably have pets at home. I have my dog who is very excited to have me at home constantly now, uh, who, who thinks that that means I get to play with her all the time. Um, and so, you know, I think just being acknowledging this, this very unique moment that we're in, um, and taking that extra, extra time and space. So Dames, what, what about you? Any other thoughts, any, uh, any, Natalia, any thoughts on, you know, going to school remotely and, and kind of I, the, the different dynamics that that brings to, to learning is, um, uh, yeah, is, is uh, a lot. I hate it and I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> because <laughs> oh. for me, like I'm a very like hands-on type of learner and especially like, um, four of my major classes all in like in have labs involved with them. So I don't even know how we're going to be like mixing chemicals and like, you know, looking at microscopic organisms or something like over the computer. I mean, it's not going to be as fun, but I don't, I don't know. I just definitely will think that I'll probably have a hard time at the beginning, but most of it is over video chat. So at least I'll have like the other, you know, kids in my class and like the professor there, like in front of me so we can like talk it out and stuff like that. And I think oh. Molly, just the, the your your point around taking those breaks, your brain just needs to, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. Yep. So I think it's really important for your creativity, for your productivity, just to stop your brain from working for a moment, even if it's just to close your eyes and meditate. You know, just you know, have those calming breaths or whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. And then, you know, get back into the swing of things. So I wholeheartedly agree with taking those breaks. Mm -hmm. They're necessary. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, listeners. Well, um, for those of you who are able to continue working and do it remotely, uh, we, are, we hope that some of these tips will be helpful for you. I think at the end of the day, the biggest tip is to be flexible. Um, we're going to learn, you know, as we've seen a lot of people joking about, we are going to learn which, which meetings could have been emails um, and, uh, I think we're all going to kind of go through this together. We're going to see what, what platforms and what ways of communicating work, um, what don't work as well. Um, and, you know, figuring out both how to be flexible and how to be open in this time, um, both with yourself and what you need as well as with your team. Um, so best of luck and we hope, and, you know, please do take that time throughout every day to, to take a break, to take a, to take a step back. And um, we uh, wish you happy, happy working from home. If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.